Alright everybody, this is Sugi here with Squat Tactica and I'm sitting here with Todd from um, The Fat Man. So how are you yeah. doing this weekend? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, Table War comes and we sponsor the Nova Open mm -hmm. big every year. Um, basically if you walk around Nova and you look at the tables, there's a fat mat on every single table <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, so I mean, I think there's a couple of diorama boards or display things, but table war, fat mat is everywhere. Yeah. Um, so we have a booth here and people come and sell. And we had a couple of nice uh, specials for the con that were really unique for the con, including mm -hmm. our kill team mats, yeah. which um, we've been selling the kill team mats now for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, but they have always been in a double-sided format that we've done. So. We dropped the price down to $20 a mat and made these just con-only single-sided uh, type of kill team mats mm -hmm. and brought it to new designs. So we got 10 designs for kill team now. Yeah. And uh, I, I think we've sold 180 at this point, and we brought 200 of these you know, yeah, just for right. the one con. So it's, they're, they're pretty popular, and it's a, a price point where you could actually just use this thing as your desk pad yeah, under, your, yeah. under your laptop. And yeah. at home, it's just kind of almost the perfect size for that as well. But we're ready for kill team. Yeah. So I saw one of these and uh, pretty much instantly bought it uh, once we met. I, I just wanted to you know, explain to the listeners, like, if you've ever played like a trading card game like Magic the Gathering, Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh!, it, it's a similar uh, fabric, like a playmat with a rubber bottom. Um, it's already measured, pre-measured out to 30 inches by 22 inches, so all you got to do is put it down on the table. But what's really interesting is um, most companies that I've seen will have just one or two very generic battle mats that's like, you know, uh, space or dirt. Yeah. And your your designs are uh, way more than that. You have, what do you have, 10, 12? Yeah, well, for just these kill team size mats, we now have 10 designs that we, we have. And some of them are a little bit unique. They're not just crops of our larger mats in general. Some of them are almost a crop. Uh, but we did design some just as special, just to give you a flavor. And you, it's, you know, it's, we feel like we changed the whole industry when we developed the first fat mat. Uh, the first neoprene back gaming mat ever out there came from Table War mm -hmm. uh, about five or six years ago when we did the Kickstarter. And it transformed the industry. And you know, it's, we were just talking with someone else about how some of the people we talked to have never played on anything but a gaming surface, a fat mat, right? <laughs> and they cool. don't even know what gravel hand is, right? When you used to lean on a table, mm -hmm. you lift up your hand and you had gravel, these gravel marks and static grass on your hand yeah. and whatever it's yeah. like, and on your knuckles when you're leaning on the table. The fat mat has transformed and it's so immersive because as you say, you, look, you have now a playing surface that provides that narrative free yes. of charge, oh, yeah. right? I mean, it's just, you're in, you're in the environment and you know train just builds it up even more and you know you now look at these this thing and you could almost film a movie on yeah. on these mats you know you you just have this this realism this this immersion that you didn't have before right um, and portability and ours are ours are 2 millimeter thick They've always got the waterproof coating, so they're oh, adult really? and junior beverage friendly. Oh, you know, I, I, okay, that's good one of my know. favorite uh, demos to do for people is take my water ball and pour it on there because the, the water just beads on there, and you can blow it off, and the little beads oh. just go right across the whole table. <laughs> you didn't even tell off. me about that. Oh, yeah. That's so, so good to know. So it's, it's, and I don't do it often because I don't want to put too much water on the floor <laughs> at the convention center, right? We've got carpets here. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's these type of things. And, um, my business partner, Doug, Warboss Doug, mm -hmm. um, he's the brainchild behind every one of these designs, and he's always putting something special. We don't, he doesn't, 
do thing where you have a lot of repeats or any repeats on these mats. Mm -hmm. He does perfect blends. You don't have things that like oh that rock, you know that layer of rock that was added to this thing doesn't match at all. It doesn't look, yeah. Everything is blended perfectly, and then he puts all these cool details. There's, I'm looking at one of these mats right now, and it's got all these little newspaper clippings on yeah, it. Yeah, right. Little really newspapers cool. that are, you know, if they're if they're going over a curve, you can even see them falling over the mm -hmm. curb. Um, but then he incorporates little tricks, like for in the 40K ones, mm -hmm. our, we have a bunch where the deployment lines are hidden by flares and newspapers and oh. stuff. And so you don't have to really measure the deployment lines on something. That's like that. so pretty cool. There's those type of tricks that are put in there to make the fat mat not just an awesome experience visually, mm -hmm. but just help aid to the game playability as yeah. well. Yeah, okay. So something I wanted to ask is... Um, what brought you on to create these pre-measured mats? Because they're not common, they're so user-friendly, and like the first time I ever saw one of these actually was at Adepticon when I played my Kill Team pod, uh -huh. because I'm so used to going to the regular shop and you have to pre-measure everything, you have to put your little dice in the corners and kind of like draw lines with the terrain, and it's, it's not very easy. Yeah. And then I showed up to Adepticon and everything was on a mat. And I was like, dear goodness, this is so much easier um, but they, I asked them and they said they'd made them custom or someone else. And I was like, well, who? And they, they're like, oh, well, we're really busy. We'll talk to you later. And I never talked to them. I never found out what. And then eventually I found out, oh, it was you guys. Yeah. And you happened to be here at uh, Nova. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to buy one of these. But, like, why did you, like, what was the inspiration to start doing this? Because it's well, changed everything. Yeah. Well, Doug and I are gamers. Mm -hmm. And... We, you know, Doug started playing long before me. In fact, he's we're childhood friends from fourth grade. We've known each other forever. Now, you know, we're almost 50 years old now, by the way. We're a little bit older. But um, we, we played D&D together in the 80s. Okay. Right? I mean, this is how we grew up. Mm -hmm. And he got into wargaming well before me, and he just started doing things that he wanted. And he oh, was, okay. I think he was actually, um, you know, he didn't like rolling dice on you know on the plastic big plastic boards okay, boom yeah. boom boom that goes up yeah. goes off yeah your kitchen table your dice go flying um you had those felt boards or or even the static grass when people did something mm -hmm. still nothing the experience was never that good and doug was playing magic with his son mm -hmm. and they his son had a one of those surfaces that people have for mm -hmm. playing the cards games on and doug was rolling a 20-sided dice on it while they were playing Oh. And like he's just like, wow, this dice was so awesome on mm -hmm. here. I wish we did this, had something like this for 40k, or you know, <laughs> and um, it grew from there. Okay. And so at the time, I actually I lived in China for 10 years, mm -hmm. and uh, I was living there, and and we had already started the company, and we were building. We have these transport cases that we were building and stuff. And he said, I want, I want to do this, and so we immediately I went out and found mouse pad vendors. Yes. And I, I called them up, and uh, you know I have some pro broken Chinese. It's really bad, but <laughs> we, we did some communication in English. But I but basically it was well, how big of a mat can you make? Yeah. And they're all handada handada, very big, very big. Yeah. I'm all six foot by four foot, and of course I had to you know talk about that in in, in meters. But I'm all, okay, you know, can you make them like two meters, two meters long? They're all. You know, they kind of grumble and things like that. And the answer was, kui, which means can. Yeah. Kui. Uh, and so, so we're like, so I said, Doug, you know, let's, you know, do some, do some first artwork. And I think the first one he did was one that we have discontinued, since discontinued, but it was like a blast zone or something. Okay, yeah. 
And so he, we got the artwork to them and had them make us a sample. And then Doug came in over to China mm-hmm. to visit. We were, I was living in Beijing at the time. And he landed and came to my apartment mm-hmm. uh, in Beijing. And I had it laying there on the table. Oh, ready. wow. I'm all, there's our prototype. <laughs> and we immediately started rolling dice on it, playing it. Um, it was amazing. He takes it home back to San Diego to his house. And they lay it out. Sun comes in, sets his Pepsi on it, <gasps> and within two minutes, the sun is knocked over the Pepsi oh, onto no. the mat. Oh, and, no. and, and it was like it was this conversation I'd have at the factory. They're all, you know, would you like to, you know, like Scotch Guard waterproof these things? I'm all, yeah, that's a really good idea. And that first time, that one kind oh, of wow. bubbled, you know, and that <laughs> and that, that Coke was right there, and it was it was beaded, and it was all these little beads on the mat. And we just took a wet cloth and cleaned it off, and like, and it was like good as new and in fact we still have that sample oh, really? that original sample we still play on it and we still play on all the original mats that we came out we still play on so they're super durable mm-hmm. they're like i said we talked about it being immersive mm-hmm. just changing the industry changing the whole game in in such a way that we didn't even imagine yeah right i mean you know we were like let's just you know let's see if we can get a dip con you know let's let's get these mm-hmm. on their tables you know and you know now it's like you can't even imagine going to some of these events and not seeing these, these surfaces on the table to play on. Yeah, I, I went to uh, one of the Kill Team events and I saw them I'm like, okay, thank God. Because I was like, me, I really hope they'll have those there because it's just so, so useful. And I'm really excited to take one home and start like teaching on it and utilizing it because once again, it saves so much time instead of having to measure and mark and make sure. And, and of course, during the game, you generally don't have edge of battlefield lines. So there's points in the game where you're like, I need to like make a movement, but I don't know where my limits are, and this is a very clearly defined limit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I the did want to. Battlefield wanna... is defined by the mat. Yeah. Right. So you have it in, and then again, you're not playing on a surface. You're not playing on, uh, you know, you know, maybe you're uh, some sort of magic mat with a, something on it. Yeah. I mean, you've got a something that is built for 40k. You know, the uh, kill team or the new war cry yeah and you know you you're, you're you're in the right genre you've got the feel you're immersed but it's just so functional you roll the thing up mm-hmm. you know and it goes you know you just kind of sling it over your arm and mm-hmm. off you go it you know it's it takes no space no weight to store mm-hmm. you know under the bed hanging in your in your game closet my my partner doug he has every single mat we've ever made of course right now we so. have like you know we have, we're over 105 i think mats at last count <laughs> and uh we got the ikea pot pot rack thing yeah uh, if you can imagine yeah. in the kitchen you have this this rack mm-hmm. this thing almost it almost could be also a towel bar right oh, but, but, the, but the pot the, the pot rack is sturdy right yeah and they have those hooks yes well every one of our mats comes in a bag with a little a little loop on the end oh really and so his wall in his gaming room has literally like three of these things <laughs> and it's wall to wall these black bags and every one of our bags has a little id tag mm-hmm. you know so you know what's inside it. and it's just like boom, you just go grab what you want so like I said, he has the most extensive, probably in the world, mm-hmm. collection of fat mats. So, you oh, know, no one has as many as he does. That is super. Right? Cool. I don't. I don't have room in my house for that many mats. <laughs> but anyway, that, that's it. Um, the mats you can go out and find the mats out on Table War, mm-hmm. uh, www.tablewar.com, and we have on the site you can find the double-sided versions. Mm-hmm. So you get, you know, you get two for the price of one. Although, like I said, come to the cons and we're going to give you something that's one for the price of half. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's you know, it's. It honestly is a price you can't not take this home. You can't get a desk mat for this price. Yeah. Um, but 
we think that the, the price on the website, $45 for a double-sided kill team, mm -hmm. Matt, that's pretty good. It's 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 awesome, and you will be amazed at the how usable and how much fun you have playing on these maps. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I play other training card games, and a regular size play mat mm -hmm. for those are twenty to twenty five dollars. Mm -hmm. So these cons are either equal to or cheaper than what a smaller mat is. So it's just like yeah. it's it's a no brainer. But uh, what cons are you going to? Because you've been to Adepticon, yep. you go to Nova, but I'm sure you go to other cons that people might be able to attend. Yeah, you know, and we've been it's. Oh we're a small company. First of all, it's Doug and me. Yeah. We have a warehouse staff in San Diego uh, that we use, but it's Doug and I are the company. Mm -hmm. um, so we don't get to a lot. Um, we, we're here at Nova. We go to Adepticon every year. We've been going there for, God, the last seven years or mm -hmm. so as vendors. Uh, before that, we were going as participants. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, uh, we, there's, uh, we've been doing the, what the Kingdom Con Broadside Bash in San Diego. That's our stomping on San Diego. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's, that one's going to morph into something new going forward. I'm not sure if the name is going to continue. Um, and I think we're, gonna, we're looking at eventually the Dallas Open. I think there's going to be another really? a new, uh, new one, not this year, but maybe the next one. We've, we've been in talks with them. Okay. And then there's... Uh, the guys from Bulls have okay. a, a new Texas-based one that's coming uh, next year. I think we're probably going to attend that one. So, um, you yeah, know, I we're, used to live there, we're so trying yeah, to get a about. few of these, um, get into some of these uh, additional events. But, you know, it's, you know, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> you know, okay. Uh, we try to get where we can and where we can. Again, this one, Nova, is one of our favorite conventions. Mm -hmm. You know, it's again, it's all about the charity as well. I mean, you have the camaraderie and stuff of bringing here for an event and it's the event's fun and awesome but it gives back in in such a big way i can't even remember the number they raised last year but it was it was a three figure i mean a six figure yeah uh donation that they were able to make to cancer charities and i know they've even expanded to support even more charities this year mm -hmm. um but they have a lounge, a charity lounge, where you know you buy every everything you buy in terms of your yeah, drinks. Yeah, yeah. In the evening, um, <laughs> goes to charity, and it's just a place where everybody gets together, and those all those walls break down. Yeah. You know, it's just it's such a great one. So it's a great social one, and because Dep Adepticon is so in my heart too. The yes. guys there are great. It's the the biggest that I've ever been to. Mm. I know it's the biggest in the U.S. and probably the world. It's an amazing thing. So if you if your listeners haven't ever been to one of these events, oh, some of them are coming. Yeah, you know, really consider finding one to go and 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 really, it doesn't have to be about the competition. It can no. just be about meeting people, playing, smiling, laughing. You know. Laughing at how how crazy it was when you had to pick that model up <laughs> off the table, right? <laughs> you know, whatever it is, you know, that was the craziest thing that just happened. Yeah. Uh, how did I roll like three ones in a row, <laughs> right? <laughs> whatever. I actually had that happen yeah. at Adepticon. That yeah. was not fun. Yeah. And then I re-rolled and it happened again. <laughs> yeah. All right. I do want to talk a little bit about your carrying case because that is a very unique case because, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Okay. So the... The table war case system, um, it's, first of all, it's an isolation system. Isolation in, the, in that means that your model doesn't touch other models mm -hmm. and your model doesn't touch elements of the case. Mm -hmm. Other than the base has, so you put a rare earth magnet underneath each of your bases and that attaches to one of our unit trays. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine, you know, you, the, you pull out your unit or your whole kill team on one tray, mm. right? And you take each model off of this tray and pl pluck it down on the table. But when you put it back into the tray and put it back in the case, you're packed and ready to go. Yeah. 
similarly, when you arrive, you're unpacked and ready to go. Mm -hmm. You can deploy right away. You're not plucking things out of foam. You're not, un, you know, taking them out of, you know, toilet paper or popcorn or however, <laughs> you, however, you, however you've kind of protected it, right? Um, the cases have a lot of cool features that they all have a, a clear acrylic front. So yes. you can look in them. Our smallest one is our mini. It fits underneath an airline seat. Mm -hmm. So you can travel with that. And for like kill team, oh, yeah. you could probably have, you could probably have four kill teams in one case, mm -hmm. right? You, it holds four unit trays or two double wide trays. This is kind of my speak, but the, the trays that we have that fit in and we have names for them. Mm -hmm. um, but it holds these trays, each tray, if you're, if you know, you can hold easily 20, 25 mil based models on one tray, or you could get, you know, probably seven or eight 40 mil based mm -hmm. type of models on a tray. So you can get a lot of models on one and it's amazing what you can get in, but the idea is they're accessible, they're beautiful. Anyway, these front doors, you can see through them. It's easy to go through TSA with them. Yeah. Right? But you, you can see what's inside. You open the door, and the door actually can come off and totally get out of your way. Mm -hmm. The top flips up, and you've just got access to your models. Yes. It comes with a drawer where you can put your dice and your playing aids and all that stuff as mm -hmm. well. Um, and then we have two other bigger oh, yeah. cases. We have a case that's what we call a half-size tower, mm -hmm. and that will go in an overhead bin of, of an airplane. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, you can easily get probably about 2,000 points of a 40K type of army in this thing. Okay. Um, obviously, the amount of kill teams or whatever, you know, yeah, war yeah. cry or whatever you could get in there, <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just, you know, the number of models, <laughs> you know, and you don't have huge vehicles or anything in those. But, yeah. For a 40k army where you're actually you have land raiders and you have these Valkyrie vendettas and stuff, these big flyers, you can get the flyers in these things. Wow, really? Yeah, you put them on a 45 degree angle in there and with the wings on, they fit in these cases. Oh. I have a buddy, I don't know if you're familiar about the the knights, Imperial yeah, Knights. Yeah, I hate those things. He gets six Imperial Knights into our full-size tower case. Now the full-size tower case... <laughs> It does not go on an airplane. <laughs> it's way too big for as a carry-on, and I wouldn't ever say check it. Um, yeah, right. You know, so it stays in the car. When you get on a plane, it stays in the car. But it's awesome <laughs> for going between your buddy's house and your game store or your house, mm -hmm. you know, back and forth in the, those things. And the modularness of the system with the trays is you can have five armies all magnetized bases with trays, either sharing trays or with their own dedicated trays, and you're ready to go to the game store. You just grab the trays you want. Mm -hmm. The units that are built in your army list, throw them in this case, close the door, you're out the door and you're on, uh, on to playing. You know, yeah. and as soon as you get to the store, you open up the case, you pull the tray out, and you're deploying. Yeah. Right? It's not, hey, I need 20 minutes to pull this out of this case and put it onto, <laughs> yeah. a, put it onto my cookie tray <laughs> yeah. or put it on the side of the thing. You know, it's, I, I don't need that time. I'm yeah, like, let's roll dice. Yeah. Right? Okay. Or, I'm going to go get a beer while you, while you pull your stuff out. Right? So... Okay, so that's that's it. That's the tower case line. Um, we have also have a couple other product lines. We have a miniature backdrop photography set. Yes. That's so cool. the idea is, you know, you go into a professional photography studio. They got a backdrop. Mm -hmm. It does things like one. It doesn't give anything to focus in the background. So you're focusing only on the on the subject. In this case, miniatures. Mm -hmm. Right, so you get this. What happens is you, and we take all of the pictures with iPhones. You know, you can do it with a with a Android phone as well, of course. Mm. Right, the phones, cameras are amazing now. They are. Anyway, you you get this really tight depth of field because there's nothing else to focus on. There's not paint pots in the background, right? Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get this tight depth of field, um, so that opens up the aperture, so you get a lot of light coming in. Okay. You don't need a flash. 
at all. And these backgrounds, they come, there's a warm background that you would take for cool painted mm -hmm. miniatures, so you get contrast. There's a cool background that you would put behind the warm painted miniatures. Mm -hmm. And then you also, we also have a blue-white blue gradient one that kind of kind of flows this color. It's kind of like the old uh, mini war gaming. Oh, yeah, uh, Not yeah, mini yeah. war gaming, sorry. Cool minis are not background. Cool oh, okay. You, know, yeah. they, you remember the old blue-white yeah, yep. that you used to see from cool minis or not all the time. Yep. So it's kind of like that. So this kit comes with those. Um, anyway, you get this idea that it focuses, you know, it gives you this depth field so you get a great lighting, right? Even in poor lighting, in, in the, we're in a convention hall right now, the lighting's this fluorescent, terrible stuff. I can take great pictures. Um, you get this contrast. Mm -hmm. We have some design elements that you would see like in a photo backdrop set, like Starburst, whatever, that kind of draw the eye towards your, mm -hmm. your miniature. Um, and it, you combine all that and you just get brilliant pictures for something small scale that fits in a bag that's 12 inches long. You know, it's, <laughs> and it weighs like two pounds. It's, it's, it's really a cool setup. You put it in your closet, mm -hmm. pull it out, assemble it, five minutes, you're ready to take pictures. <laughs> Probably less than five. Um, and then the last one we have product is what we call a Geomat. It's, we mm -hmm. target it really at uh, role-play gamers. Mm -hmm. It's a gridded overlay. Yes. It's a, so you, you have any mat, any of our fat mat surfaces now could become a role-playing surface. You put a grid on there or Battletech with a hex grid or something, right? Mm -hmm. You put this down, you can draw on it with wet, dry erase, or our favorites are the, the old grease pencils, you know, yeah. the 1970s engineer grease pencils. <laughs> you write on there, it doesn't smudge at all, and but you just take a little dry paper towel and it comes right off. Mm -hmm. But you have this and you can be, imagine a role-playing session where you're walking along through a forest and all of a sudden you come upon a, a, a well mm -hmm. and you throw a 2D printed well underneath <laughs> underneath the geomat on top of your fat mat. Uh -huh. And all of a sudden there's a well there and then you take out the, the miniature model for a mimic and say, oh, and a mimic jumps out, what do you do, <laughs> right? Or you have 2D printed floor plan mm -hmm. of a building under the under the geomat, and on top of it, you have the building. So the, oh, the, the adventurers okay. get to the building. You yeah. pop off the building. They go in, and there's a floor plan for this building. So it makes <laughs> makes a really cool session. Doug has a group that gets together mm -hmm. um, a couple times a month, uh, and it's called. Dungeons and Dragons and dinner and drinking. It's D and D and D and D. I don't know if they ever have the fifth D. You know, <laughs> um, the drugs um, in that session, but it definitely has the four Ds. Um, and they throw down these geomats, and it's just, it just, again, we talked about immersing mm, into a thing. Yeah. Here you have now you have any type of one of our designs as a fat mat or anybody's mat, yeah. anything that you could have underneath. But now you have this gridded surface for games that would require a grid. Right. So that's the, the fourth product that we have. That's, that's most of the you know, things that Table War does. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask about the durability of your carrying case because it looks pretty tough. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's made with, it has a plywood core. Mm -hmm. It's got like a, 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 a plastic ABS type of plastic exterior. Um, it, you know, we use rivets and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of old school. You could think of it as... Uh, you could kind of think of it as something that uh, uh, kind of like a tool case. Yes. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to be like one of those those ones that you could you know, take down to the construction site. It's no, not no, that, no, right. Like I said, it's got a plywood core. Right. Twenty one. But uh, it's 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 durable, and you know you can load a lot of minis in there, which means they can get pretty heavy. Yes. Um, and you know, you know, I, I one guy had dwarven army for for the old fantasy, Age yeah. of Sigmar now, mm -hmm. but old fantasy, and they were all metal dwarves. Oh, and wow. he filled that case and he couldn't even lift the thing. 
right? That <laughs> uh, thing started, the, the center of the thing where the handle was, it was bowing a little bit, but it stood up. Yeah. Um, so they're, you know, they, they're durable, they last, um, they're, they're beautiful and super functional. Yes. Right. Yes. Again, the, the, it actually, we started the company with them. Um, the story is Doug, uh, I was visiting Doug in San Diego mm-hmm. and he was playing these war, war gaming things. And I, I actually didn't know a whole lot about it at the mm-hmm. time, but he shows me this, this, this tray with his orcs. Okay. And he's made this tray in his in his garage, and he's magnetized this, and he, he takes the tray and he turns it upside down, oh. right? And all these orcs are now upside down on this tray. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. He's like, oh, yeah, no, he's like, I, I, I just don't, you know, it's, I didn't know what to do. I, I have all these, so many of these orcs, grots and boys and stuff. He's like, I got to do something. And I'm like, well, that's pretty nice. Well, does anybody do anything like that? And he's like, no, I have to do it myself. I'm like, well, would people in the industry buy something like that? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, let's start a company. <laughs> so 10 years ago, you know, we had this conversation and yeah. Table War was born. Cool. And uh, it's been a, kind of an endearing story now to go back and think about all those years later and all the products now that have come. And like I said, yeah, going back to the fat mat, I, you feel like we haven't, we, we unknowingly changed the industry forever. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like that. Well, thank you so much for your time. And once again, for all the listeners, where can they find your products? Uh, some just real incredible stuff. Go out to tablewar.com. Mm-hmm. www.tablewar.com. You'll find it all. The fat mats are a category. The cases are a category. And look at it. We have all sorts of sizes, not just the 30 by 22s, but... Four by threes, six by threes, four by fours, six by fours. We even have a 30 by 30. Whoa. So we have all sorts of mat sizes and a ton of designs. Um, about any game you could think of, we've tried to get there. Yeah. Um, you know, I know there's, there's there's fringe games we contact all the time about, hey, can you make me two mats? Well, we do everything in high volume. Yes. That's so we can keep the prices low and we have a warehouse full of them so we can ship them to you the next day, mm-hmm. the next business day anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so we try to get you stuff a great quality at a great price quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that doesn't mean that then we can, you know, put a, put your yeah. face on a mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So a uh, so quick question. You said you do uh, three by three. Does that mean you have X-Wing mats? We do. We have X-Wing mats, uh, Legion mats, oh. six by three. Okay, yeah. Actually, we have a whole planet series for Legion. So there's Desert Planet, which looks like Tantooine, oh, right? We yeah. have Swamp Planet. Yeah. We have, uh, we have this, uh, we have the Snow Planet. Which the snow planet's my f- actual favorite. Yeah. It's got. It's not hot. It's it's <laughs> it just well, looks yeah, like hot. It looks like hot. Looks like right? hot. Like, but uh, <laughs> the cool thing that Doug did with it is this this blanket of snow and there's rock rock outcroppings that come out too. Um, it's plastered with all these size ten stormtrooper boot prints. You know, <laughs> you know, so clones, right? They all yeah. have the same size yeah. foot. So we have all these boot prints through this snow, and it's just, it covers the mat. There's like this. You can tell there's like a column of troopers must have walked through this area yeah. and then wandered over here and whatever. So it's, this snow has all these boot prints in it. It's just amazing. <laughs> anyway, but there's five in the planet series, of course. We and then we have you know there's probably about fifteen designs total for six by threes. Uh-huh. Um, and then the three by threes, we have a star field. We have a big six by four mm-hmm. with a nebula in it and stuff too. And you know that we we had a big monster game of X-wing. And just we just the six inches on each side. Mm-hmm. We had kind of as your prep area for your cards. Oh and your thing. yeah. But we probably had probably had 
50 X-Wing models on this thing all at once. Kind of, you know, <laughs> like four guys per side just kind of oh, going at it. I mean, it's cool. So we, that, that we did on a 6.4. So we have, you know, we have the, we could, you can think of a genre and we probably have covered it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether it's back, you know, deep fantasy, high fantasy, or, you know, future, futuristic, mm-hmm. down in a hive, or a, up on, up on a planet surface, you know, whatever. We've got we've got it got it covered for you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, and uh, we'll see you all at Adepticon next year. That would be great. Yeah, come and say hello, and we'll talk again. All right, sounds good. All right. Hey, I hope I wasn't too long-winded. Oh no, you. that. Was-